0: Good morning and welcome to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio. My name is Rosie and this week we have a very special week. Did you know that coming up on the 1st of June is World Coral Reef Day? And we thought that we would celebrate this very special Coral Reef Day with a battle to find the rulers of the reef. Now, we have got two contenders today which are whale sharks and manta rays. And it's going to be up to you all listening at home to decide who will be the ruler of the reef. And we're going to need some help today. So I've actually got a co-host in today who's going to be helping me run the show. So hello, co-host. Hello. How are you today? Very good. Very good. Are you ready to take on a bit of an extra challenge today? Because Do you know what? I forgot to ask. Who are you, co-host?
1: Oh well, my name is Miles and I am nine years old. Now Miles, you are a friend of the show. You've been here before, haven't you? Yep, several times. This is my third time being here, I think.
0: And I think you're ready for some extra responsibility today, Miles. Absolutely. You're going to be taking over in a bit. I'm going to give you the reins. You're going to be sorting out the buttons and you are going to be running the show in just a bit. Does that sound okay? Yes. Excellent. I think we're in safe hands, but just just to make sure nothing goes wrong, we've also got your mum here, haven't we? Yeah. Hello. Hello, mom. (laughs) Dr. Marla. Um, Dr. Marla, you were here not too long ago. And I'm going to keep saying Dr. Marla because you are a recent doctor. (laughs) A recent. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you do again.
2: So I'm a marine biologist, but I study uh, deep sea. Uh, (gasps) Yeah. Deep sea marine biology, uh, describing new species of amphipods.
0: Wow, so you're a little bit out of, I'm going to say, out of your depth today. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. yes. (laughs) Because normally you're thinking about the deep sea, but today coral reefs are usually quite shallow parts of the ocean. Yep. Mm. So there's no
2: sunlight where I study.
0: So you and Miles are going to be help judge our battle today of manta rays versus whale sharks. And we're going to get into that in all a moment. And we have an expert here who's going to be helping us learn about whale sharks. So can we say a big hello to Connie? Hello, Connie. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. Thank you so much for coming along and joining us. Absolute
3: pleasure. Thank you.
0: Connie, tell us a little bit more about you.
3: Right, so I'm a marine ecologist. I've studied freshwater and marine ecology right up to master's level. um, And I became a little bit of a whale shark expert. One, because I have loved them my whole entire life. I think they're amazing. But two, I got to spend a whole lot of time in the Philippines working across three different whale shark projects. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, (laughs) It was so much fun. (laughs) I loved it. Unfortunately, because of COVID, I had to come back. Uh, but I had a very, very fun job with a company called Frog Life, teaching Ooh. all of the children of East and West Sussex all about the wonder of frogs. And now I work in London as a training officer for the charity Thames 21. But I am about to head off to Qatar to work on another whale shark project, a brand wow. new project with hundreds and hundreds of sharks. So I'm very, very excited.
0: Oh, my goodness, Marla I'm really I. am really jealous. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Get us in the ocean. Yeah. And also... Connie I think we're going to be good friends because not just you love the ocean frogs I mean they've got a very close place to my heart as well they're
3: just amazing what cool little dudes well
0: (laughs) we'll geek out about frogs another day um but I think it is time for a break and we will get started with our whale sharks versus manta ray battle after this this is river Welcome back to the Saturday Splash here on Riverside Radio with me, Rosie. You have joined us just in time because we are going to play the nation's favourite game, Whale Shark versus Manta Ray. <laughs> and I am joined by Connie, who's going to be very much in Team Whale Shark. And I forgot to ask you, Connie, before the break there, you're you're jetting off all around the world, which sounds amazing, but you do live quite local to us here in Battersea.
3: Yeah, I'm from South London originally. I'm from West Norwood. I actually used to live about a two-minute walk from the Riverside Radio Studio <laughs> during 2020. So, yeah, from from South London through and through, and yeah. And
0: now you're here on Riverside Radio. Yeah, so sweet. S- so excited to have you. Um, now, Connie, you are very much Team Whale Shark today. Indeed. Now, we don't see very many whale sharks in London, so for those of us that maybe haven't seen a whale shark before or don't really know what they are, can you tell us a bit more about them?
3: Absolutely, well, a whale shark is the world's largest fish growing probably up to around 20 meters. Nobody's seen one that big, but we know they get that big. Um, They live in warm temperate waters all across the world, so they live in the Galapagos, Mexico, Australia, the Philippines, Qatar. All the best places. Great (laughs) sunny places. Um, They are mega, mega sharks with a mega, mega mouth, but they don't eat the normal things we think sharks eat. They are filter feeders and they normally eat zooplankton, so that's the tiny, tiny microscopic organisms, fish, eggs, all that little stuff, and occasionally have been found to eat um, fish in big bait balls, so that's very, very cool. Um, They can travel huge distances and dive really, really deep. They have massive, massive migratory routes and they've been known to dive up to uh, well just over a kilometer deep so maybe dr marla maybe one day you'll end up seeing a, a whale shark on your <laughs> <laughs> deep sea adventures um but they do spend a lot of time in coral reefs it's because they can't um control their body heat in the way that we do we're um, ectotherms, so all of our body heat comes from within whereas whale sharks are exothermic so they use the sun So, they normally spend a lot of time in shallow water, cruising along the tops of reefs to make sure they're nice and warm and can continue to just live about their cool daily lives.
0: It sounds amazing. And the
3: perfect animal to be taking part in our Coral Reef
0: Day battle. Ruler of the Reef. Okay, so Connie, you are in Team Whale Shark. Mm. Who is in Team Manta Ray, I wonder? Well, I've got to admit that I've gone and done a very, you know, egotistical thing and put myself in charge of Team Manta Ray. And I thought it'd be unfair if I was running the show whilst cont- being a contender. So this is where I'm going to hand the reins over to Miles, co-host Miles, take off your co hoster hat and put on your host hat. Ready. You're ready to host the <laughs> show. Okay, Miles, Nailed it. take it away.
1: So, um, Rosie, why are you the champion for manta rays?
0: Good question miles well like connie i have spent some time traveling abroad and working on some very very exciting programs a few years ago i lived in a place called indonesia where they have lots of these things called manta rays now i'll tell you a bit more about what a manta ray is in a moment but i was very very lucky to be in the ocean every day swimming and diving with these animals And one of the things that we do is take a picture of their bellies because on their bellies they have spots and that helps us tell the different manta rays apart. And this is really, really useful to help us learn a bit more about them. And I love manta rays. I know that everyone probably listening knows I love frogs, but manta rays have got a very, very special place in my heart. I'm even wearing my manta ray t-shirt today. So, Connie, I'm coming for you with whale sharks. My manta rays are going to splash you out of the water
1: <laughs> and also what is a manta ray
0: it's a good question isn't it because again we don't really get them in london we don't see many of them people might be more familiar with stingrays stingrays you imagine they they kind of stick to the bottom of the ocean floor they've got quite flat bellies and they've got eyes on the top of their head so they look around above them manta rays are like their cousins And instead of sticking to the bottom, they've got these huge, what I'm going to call wings. They're like their fins, really. And they swim around in the ocean and they can get absolutely huge. Um, Maybe not quite as big as the whale sharks. Maybe we'll find that out in our battle. Um, But they are fish. They are related to rays that we'll see around this country. Um, But they're like their more exotic cousin.
1: Excellent. We'll be right back after the break for the start of Whale Sharks versus Manta Race. Welcome back to the
0: Saturday Splash, where we are just about to start the battle for the rulers of the reef. We have Connie, hello, who will be running Team Whale Shark, and we have myself, who's going to be running Team Manta. This game has three rounds, and we're going to play a little bit like Top Trump. Each round has a category, and Connie, you and I are going to get 60 seconds to pledge why either whale sharks or manta rays should win this category. Everyone listening along at home can decide who they want to win, but also we have our very special judges. So, Dr. Marla, you're here.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be really tough to uh, decide this. So, yeah, both amazing animals, so we'll have to see what both of you uh, come up with.
0: Yeah, I think I'm feeling quite competitive, so I reckon we could do it. Me too. And of course we, I'm gonna have to hand over to our I'm not our co-host anymore, is graduated into our host, Miles. So Miles,
1: are you ready? Yep. The first round is babies. Connie, Team Whale Shark, we'll go first. I'm ready. Your 60 seconds starts now.
3: Okay, remember. so whale sharks are very, very mysterious creatures, and we actually don't know that much about their babies. However, we do know that they give birth to live young. This means that they're, a very big word that I always struggle to say, it means they're oviviviparis, which means that the babies stay inside the mummy's tummy until they're ready to be born. In 1996, so very, very long time ago, a whale shark was accidentally caught, and when they did an autopsy on her, they found over 300 babies, all at different stages of development and all at different sizes inside her tummy, which made scientists think that Babies don't get all born at once. They get born when they're ready to come out. There's only been around six or seven recordings of baby whale sharks. We call them neonates across the world, three of which have been found in Don Sol, which means this could be a very, very important breeding ground and my time is running up. But they're great. Time's up. Almost. (laughs) I think I've done everything I needed to. Team
1: Manta, you are next. Your 60 seconds starts...
0: Wait, no. No. Oh, wow, Miles, you're teasing me there. Right, so manta rays are very similar to whale sharks. That word that Connie struggled to say, I'm not going to even attempt it. But they do a (laughs) similar thing where their babies kind of stay inside the mum's tummy. Now, whale sharks, we heard, have loads of babies in various different stages of development. I'm going to see that and say, well, actually, manta rays are a little bit different. They just have one. As far as we know, they only have one. But we don't really know very much about manta rays babies because... When they have their babies, we don't know where they do it. It's very rarely ever been seen and in fact, the only footage that we have of this happening is from aquariums, so it's from captivity. Now, oh oh my goodness, I'm running out of time. What I gotta tell you is that baby manta rays come out like a little baby burrito. They come out all folded up with their wings folded around them. They come out and then they open up their wings and they flap around and they do a little bit of a somersault in the water and it's
3: like the most gorgeous baby burrito that you've ever seen. Time is up. (laughs) Did either of us mention how big the babies are? No, we run out of time. Oh no. Are we going to just deprive people of that information? I don't know. Miles, should we ask any Hmm. questions?
1: Yes, I'll always allow that.
3: Connie, how big are whale shark babies? So whale sharks are obviously massive, 20 plus metres when they're fully grown. But when they're babies, they're 40 to 60 centimetres. They're about that big. Think of your normal school ruler and add an extra 10 centimetres. And that's how big they are. And now I'm going to throw in there,
0: because if whale shark's getting an extra point there, I want to throw in oh that right. manta rays, they're even bigger. Okay, yes, so, so when baby manta rays, and I think I've seen a baby manta ray that's literally just popped out. It looked so fresh. It was about a metre and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I'm opening up my arms. That's more or less as big as my arms are. Um, a baby one. A baby one.
3: That's crazy. So, mm. Such a major difference in the babies, Gosh. right?
1: So I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. And now it is time for a break.
0: Hello again and welcome back to the Saturday Splash where we have actually splashed today. We are in the ocean, sort of. We are celebrating Coral Reef Day which is coming up this week and we are just coming up to round two of our Whale Sharks versus Manta Ray game and Miles is seeing us through this so Miles, back over to you.
1: Okay, the second round it's amazing body parts. Team Manta is first. Your 60 seconds starts now.
0: Okay, so there's so many things to talk about. 60 seconds not long enough. I better get on with it. Manta rays have these really, really cool fins on top of their heads. So I want you to imagine that you put your hands on top of your head, almost like you had strange ears sticking out the front. And this is essentially what manta rays have. And they can move them around and use them to funnel water into their mouth. And this is what makes manta rays really, really different from other manta rays, these special head fins. But not only do they use them to filter water and food into their lovely big mouths, but some scientists think that they also communicate with them. They might, like, give each other a little wave with them. So that's one really cool thing. Another cool thing about manta rays, and I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I want to throw it in again, is that they have spotty bellies. And these belly spots are unique to each manta ray. It's almost like a fingerprint. So we can tell different ones apart and we can give them different names. And when we go in the water and we take pictures of their bellies and we take it back to the database, we can tell who they were. And maybe you might be able to tell if they were pregnant, if they had babies, if they were injured. If Time they... is up. <gasps>
1: I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> go, go team manta ray. Okay. Now team whale shark is second. Connie, your 60 seconds starts now.
3: Okay, I'm going to talk about whale shark skin because I think whale shark skin is really, really cool. So, the whale shark skin can be up to 15 centimeters thick, Ow. which is major, and their skin is actually made up of tiny, tiny teeth. It's the same material, and they're, so they're called denticles, and it's really, really rough. So, it does hurt when a whale shark accidentally crashes into you, much like a manta ray. They're covered in white spots and white stripes, and we can use these spots to identify who they are. Which you've got your little toy that I've just shown you there. You can see all of his spots yep. and stripes. I think whale shark skin is also very cool because it's got. They've got seven ridges along their backs, which help them be more hydrodynamic. So it helps channel the water over their body, so they can glide through the water much much faster. And all seven of these ridges end on a tiny bump at the base of their tail, which is called a caudal peduncle, which is the best word in it the hot caudal peduncle. I'm gonna say it one more time. Caudal peduncle, Miles.
0: Time up, this is very unfair.
1: <laughs> Miles, you're letting Connie go over a time. I'm, gonna I'm sorry, my- it is a very satisfying word, though. It is. Can you is. say it? No. Try Caudal. Caudal. Peduncle. Peduncle.
3: Smashed it. <laughs> awesome.
1: Okay. Doctor Mum. Do you have any questions so far?
2: Ooh, no questions yet. I'm really impressed, though, with the body parts of both. The fact that they kind of can use and guide water in different ways, I think is very cool. I didn't realise that about the ridges on the back, nor did I realise that with the cool fins on the manta ray. I always liked them. I never knew functionally what they did, so that's cool. No questions yet. And now it is time for a break.
0: Welcome back to Riverside Radio and, of course, the Saturday Splash. And we are almost finished with our Whale Shark versus Manta Ray game. So don't forget we've got Connie in Team Whale Shark and myself in Team Manta Ray and overseeing the proceedings. Miles. Okay. The
1: final round is friends and family. Team Whale Shark is first. Connie, your 60 seconds starts now. Okay, well whale sharks are actually solitary animals,
3: however, we do sometimes see them um, all together when they've found a very, very good source of food. So they do congregate in massive, massive numbers. Where I'm about to go and study them in Qatar, there could be hundreds, so I'm very excited to see them. However, they do normally have at least a couple of tiny, tiny suckery fish that stick to their bodies, and they're called remora, and they have a symbiotic relationship, and this means that they both end up giving each other benefits. So the remoras eat the parasites off of the whale sharks and the whale sharks protect the remoras by just being absolutely massive. Occasionally as well, I'm gonna throw this in, whale sharks and manta rays hang out together sometimes when they, because they're all eating the same thing. So in Indonesia, and in the Maldives, there's, there's a, a whole lot of manta rays and whale sharks hanging out together. I've once seen a whale shark and a turtle hang out together. That was pretty cool. But I think just because they're, they're very happy being on their own and because they're so massive They're normally okay. Okay, we're
1: done. Very sorry. That was very fascinating. But I'm sorry, time is up. It's okay. I think I nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Team Manta is second. Rosie, your 60 seconds starts now.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm starting to realize just how similar whale sharks and manta rays are in some respects because manta rays are good friends with other fish too. And we're going to call them cleaner fish. So this is one of the reasons they like to hang out on coral reefs and it is coral reef day. So they go to the coral reefs and the little cleaner fish come up and they pick off all their parasites and keep them nice and clean. And in fact, Different types of cleaner fish do different types of things for the manta ray. So, if a manta ray has like a wound, maybe it's been in a bit of a injury from a fishing line or something like that, there are certain cleaner fish that will come up and clean the wound and stop it getting infected. So, it's good friends with them. But also. Good friends with other manta rays. So I've been on dives where, of course, it's quite quiet under the water and you turn around and suddenly there are so many manta rays just surrounding you. They swim up on you and they tend to hang around. And because you can tell them apart, sometimes you see the same manta rays hanging around with the other same manta rays, almost like they've got friends. And Remember, you can tell them apart because those spots
1: that they have. Time is up, I'm very sorry. Now it is up to everyone to make up their minds. Who will be the ruler of the reef? We will reveal our judges' thoughts after our break. This is Riverside. Welcome back to the Saturday Splash
0: on Riverside Radio, and we have just finished our manta rays versus whale shark, where we have been trying to work out who are the rulers of the reef. Now, it's up to everyone at home to decide what you think. Will it be Connie and whale sharks? or will it be myself and Team Manta Ray? So it's up to you to decide, but we do have two judges here In the studio. And Miles, you've done such a fantastic job of hosting us so far. So have a little think about who you want to win. But I think we will go to Dr. Mum, Dr. Marla first, who is a deep sea specialist. But what are your thoughts for this coral reef
3: episode?
2: Oh, I love it. So it's really for me, I think it's really tough to pick a single winner, I have to say, because both are just such majestic animals. Like honestly, they I mean you can watch videos of Whale sharks swimming for hours and the schools of all the manta rays as well. Like, they're just so stunning. And actually, we need both, don't we? So, I could never choose between them, honestly. I know that's a cocktail. So, you're out. sitting on the, I'm the sitting wet on the f- sea fence. I am definitely. I'm <laughs> picking neither. I'm picking both.
0: Well, I, do you know what? I, I think I would struggle to choose as No, I'm actually, no, I'm definitely right. Yeah. Manta- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miles, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I love the idea of how when manta rays are born, they're like a little burrito. Yeah, and I love that um, the whale shark like protects the little cleaner fish, which I find really cute. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm. I think I'm gonna have to go with. Oh God, this is so hard. I'm sorry, Connie. No. Manta ray. (laughs) Yes. Well done, <laughs> Team Monterey.
0: Do you know what? You did mention that they are good friends, so I, I don't think they no. do each
3: other. They basically, win together. I yeah. think so. They'll share a medal.
1: Yeah, I love the thought. Your facts out were incredible, though, Connie.
3: <laughs> That's okay. I love being able to talk about whale sharks. So this has been absolutely wonderful. And you've been brilliant, Connie. Thank
0: you so much for coming in to share all of your amazing stories. We were obviously talking about manta rays and whale sharks that we said we've been lucky enough to see in really tropical places. Mm -hmm. But here in Southwest London, I would be quite surprised if we saw any manta rays or whale sharks around here. But we do have um, sharks and rays around the UK and even maybe in London itself.
3: We do. So the UK actually has over 30 species of shark in its waters. I can't remember the exact number, I really should have checked, but (laughs) my favourites are the Basking Shark, which is the second largest shark, and the Blue Shark, the Blue Shark getting its name from just its vibrant blue colour. I went swimming with them last year down off of Plymouth, so if you're feeling brave, anybody out there, you could go and take a look at all the different places that offer swim with Blue Shark experiences, or swim with um, Basking Shark experiences, because that helps contribute to not only UK tourism and UK businesses but also can contribute to different research that's happening on these amazing animals. We also down on our beaches we get lots and lots of the egg cases from sharks and rays that wash up on our shores and the Shark Trust do an amazing amazing project called the Big Egg Case Hunt. Yeah, and I've you heard can that. yep, and you can go along the beach one day count up how many you found of each species, you get a nice little guide, and then you can tell them, and it's this wonderful citizen science project, so we can see the different beaches and the different places where we think all of our sharks and rays are hanging out particularly or the babies are so we can do lots and lots to protect them.
0: That's brilliant I know that some people call them mermaids purses Mermaid the little purses, yeah. egg things if you've never seen them before they look like almost like a little leathery or rubbery um small little case um that are empty now that the baby has hatched out of but yeah you do find them in mm-hmm. rock pools and along where the seaweed is on yep. the beaches. When I lived
3: in Brighton I used to just go and pretty much almost a few times a week we'd go down and have a run along the beach and just try and find as many egg, egg cases as possible just make sure there's no babies accidentally got washed up they were all they all got out they were all fine but anybody who came to visit me down there used to have to sort of guide me away from the beach slowly (laughs) because I was far too invested in finding all the mermaids purses. That
0: sounds quite familiar to myself as well. Um, And I mean, we are almost out of time here on the Saturday Splash, but are there any other ways that we can help the ocean? And I'm going to open this up to Marla and Miles and Connie. Any other ways that we can help the ocean and ocean creatures? I'll start with Connie.
3: I think it's just being the cleanest you can be I always think that when we go to our big open spaces particularly the beaches even if you go along the river Thames there's always lots of rubbish that that washes up so it's always a good idea you can do a little two minute litter pick yeah or it's an idea to leave it better than you found it is always my top tip I love what I say
2: yeah I love that too I was just going to say what you respect and love you look after right so yeah spend time outside there's so many amazing citizen science projects it just kind of sparks the love and then you continue to look after it yeah that's awesome
0: well I think that brings us towards the end I would like to say a huge thank you to Miles who has hosted this episode with me so spectacularly Miles well done thank you very much did you enjoy it? yes good will you be back?
1: What do you think? The answer (laughs) is absolutely yes.
0: Well, we look forward to that. And of course, here on Riverside Radio, we've got loads more music coming up, but we will see you next week.